Hello everyone, welcome to another episode on the Time with SA and as always it is really 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 nice to have each and every one of you around with me on this show. Well, like always, I promise you this episode is going to be filled with a lot and a lot of exciting things that you would learn from things that you may never have heard of before. And today's episode is going to be on the man who invented dodging. Yeah, dodging. You you know what I mean. You, it, someone throws a jab at you, you duck either to your right or you duck to the left. Yeah, it was not always like that. There was a man who invented this, the art of dodging jabs and dodging jabs while aiming a perfectly timed jab at the face of your opponent. The name of the man is Bill Richmond. Bill Richmond. And the most interesting thing about Bill is that he was a black man. Although some persons believed that his father, who was the owner of the plantation in which he was born, because he was more light skinned than the other black kids around, Richmond was still identified as a black man. He was born in 1763 in the late 18th century and he was born in a place in New York called Staten Island. Richmond was so well behaved and loved by his master that at some point he was even allowed to come into the house and make presentations to visitors. In one of such presentations, the army general, General Percy, was around, a British army general was around during one of his visits and he was so impressed by Richmond by Bill that he decided to somewhat adopt him. Excuse me, he took him back to England, cared for him, paid for his education, provided everything for him and in fact it seemed as though he gave him a start in society because at the end of everything Bill and Bill finally married a white woman. Yeah, that was in the early 19th century. And there was something unique about Bill. Bill had a very 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 strong fighting spirit yeah when i mean fighting spirit i don't just mean he had a strong will and all that bill was always ready to get up and throw one or two punches to persons who annoyed him in fact in one episode while he was called to serve in the army at the age of 14 some men who were playing pranks at him tripped him while he was carrying water in the camp bill dropped the water and got into a fight with three of these men at the age of 14, Bill overpowered two of them that ran off and the third one got on his knees and was begging. This impressed the army general so much and that was what even informed him taking Bill into his care as more or less like his esquire. His squire, sorry. Now, Bill did not just give up boxing there he took almost every opportunity that he had when people annoyed him to lend them some tutoring at the end of his fist bill did that to protect his family when he was insulted in public and all that and he kept doing that till eventually he decided to probably pick up this boxing as a profession now a particular person had an influence on his life to be caught to take up boxing as a profession and that person was a nobleman called Lord Camelford who was a very passionate pugilist 
and also was a cousin of the then Prime Minister William Pitt the Younger. Now, this nobleman, Lord Camelford, brought Bill into the world of boxing and introduced him into some underground boxing matches where quickly Bill established himself as a prolific boxer. There was something unique about Bill. Now, prior to that time, what the, this was how boxing this was how boxing matches went you get into the ring and continually take jabs to your face while you dish out the same jabs to your opponent it never occurred to any of them within that period to duck or dodge blow all they did was punch and punch and punch and punch and punch till the other party could no longer take any of the punches probably collapsing to the floor probably being beaten so much that they would decide not to stand up anymore in fact the boxing matches were so so different from what they are today that the longest boxing match on record went on for a hundred and eleven hours that was way over seven hours of boxing at the end of the 111th round when both boxers were called into the ring they just decided that see we're not having any of this anymore we're not fighting each other just call it quits that was how unregulated boxing was at that time. So when Bill got into boxing, he did it in his own style. He decided that he was not just going to put his face to collect punches and punches and punches. He was going to do it in a unique manner. So he was self-taught and he was doing it totally different from whatever that person did that time. Bill decided to teach himself how to dodge the punches of his opponent while dealing well-timed precise jabs into the midsection of the faces of his opponent. It's going to be noteworthy to state here that Bill just stood at about 5 feet 9 inches, meaning for persons who were involved in boxing in his days, he was quite a, a small man, but he was so prolific and so well gifted in boxing that he beats people way bigger than him initially everyone called him a coward because to them it was a totally different style that he was introducing dodging punches and all that when in the past everyone believed that a true boxer should be able to take heavy hits to his body and his face while dishing out the same to his opponent bill totally revolutionized the game he chose to dodge punches and while doing so dealing well-timed punches and jabs to his opponent. He did this for so many years, winning many, many, many fights. But eventually, he got into the fight with a person, with a young guy who was about 16 years his junior. Um, a guy called Tom Creeb. Tom Creeb, everyone believed, practiced boxing by punching trees. That was how he trained his himself to be able to deliver jabs he punched trees and this was a guy that Bill Richmond was going to fight but before he fought Tom Creed he had already lost a match to another well-seasoned boxer called George Maddox it was a prize fight everyone was interested in it in fact Bill had gotten so popular he was seen as something as a superstar at that time in his fights with Tom Creed, Bill was beaten so memorably that in fact he could at the end at the end of nine rounds the match had to be at the end of 90 minutes sorry 
the match had to be called because he could no longer take the beating from Tom Creeb. The note at that time, Bill was already in his 40s, while Tom Creeb was a young man of 24. Eventually, he came back some years after, after so many pleas and cries for him to return back to the ring by his fans and spectators. Bill decided to come back to the ring and this time he fought one of the only persons who ever beat him, which was Maddox. This time around, Maddox was not going to have it easy. Bill beat him severely, beat him again, beat him so squarely that one of the one of the journalists in his time made a statement that goes like this. It says that impetuous men must not fight rich bond, as in his hands they become victims of their own temerity. The older he grows, the better pugilist he proves himself. That was written by P.S. Egan and in his win, sorry, over Tom Shelton, not Maddox, Judge Maddox. But the second batch, the second bout, or the second match against Maddox, Bill Richmond won fair and square and beat Maddox to a pole. Everyone wanted him to have another bout with Tom Creed with some creep but it never happened because creep just decided that well he was going to retire and there was no need for him to prove himself anymore because he had beaten Rickmond and had even beaten people who were trained by Rickmond. If you remember Tom Shelton was one of the greatest boxers in England and he also fell at the hand of Bill Rickmond. Rickmond was so much a star in his day that at the coronation of King George IV, he served as an usher. Yes, that was how highly placed he was in his society. He had risen from the low ranks of a slave to one of the highest ranks in the British society. And he did all this by inventing the art of dodging and becoming a superstar in the boxing ring. Richmond died in December 1829 at the age of 66 and after 170 years of his illustrious boxing career, he was eventually inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame in 1999. Thanks everyone for paying attention to another episode of the Time with Essay. And I would like to tell you guys that you should be looking forward to another episode that will come up next week, Monday. Just a trivia for you. Do you know that many of the evening in life are actually determined by chance? Most of the time, not even hard work. Remember, do not think of yourself more than is necessary. Stay humble. Stay rooted to the ground while you have a wonderful week, everyone.